0: Next week. Stay safe, Hong Kong.
1: RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Susan Lavender. The top stories. The Philippines reports the first Wuhan virus death outside China. An EXCO member hints at tougher border controls between Hong Kong and the mainland. And the government plans talks with medical workers to try and avoid a strike threatened for tomorrow. The Philippines has reported the first fatality from the Wuhan virus outside China, as confirmed cases on the mainland itself continue to rise sharply. The BBC's Warren Bull has the latest.
0: The government in the Philippines says the person who died was a Chinese man who travelled from the central city of Wuhan, where the virus was first detected. His death comes days after the World Health Organization declared the outbreak a global health emergency with an increasing number of countries imposing travel restrictions on Chinese citizens. In China, the virus continues to spread. Officials say the disease has now killed over 300 people, with more than 2,000 new cases around the country.
1: Health authorities have reported that one of the confirmed Wuhan virus cases here could be locally transmitted case, as the patient and his family didn't have a recent travel history outside Hong Kong. Leading microbiologist Yun Gok-Yung from the University of Hong Kong says if local transmission is indeed established, that could be very dangerous and border restrictions must be ramped up in that case.
0: If you have in cases... Of even around 12, it means that there are many other subclinical cases that might have come into Hong Kong already. And that is sufficient to start a local chain of transmission. Because once local chain of transmission started, and if they are not interrupted by our measures in terms of personal protection, then Hong Kong can become another Wuhan. So it is very important for us now to take all this procedure to ensure that the reproductive number is not as high as 2. Point something.
1: Executive Council member Lam Ching Choi says people should avoid traveling to the mainland or risk having difficulties coming back to Hong Kong as he dropped the biggest hint yet that the government may impose further restrictions on border control as soon as today. This comes as experts warn that the SAR could be close to having local transmission chains of the deadly Wuhan virus. Dr. Lam conceded that Hong Kong has fallen behind in rolling out measures to stop the spread of the epidemic, saying they now have to catch-up. He denied the likely tougher measures are a result of the medical professionals' planned strike starting tomorrow, demanding a full border closure.
0: We must consider all these measures which is applicable to all different kinds of people. And of course, especially for the Yemeni visitors, the government will try her very best to make sure that only essential travelling can occur after today. The government will consider all possibilities like decreasing the opening time of the various ports and also the transportation facilities and the way of reporting, decoration, and even by law.
1: Labour Party lawmaker Fernando Cheung says the government will face disastrous consequences unless it moves swiftly to close the border. The administration has said such a move is discriminatory and against World Health Organization guidelines. But speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr Cheung said the failure to implement a ban, despite the threat of a hospital strike, showed its stubbornness.
0: Hong Kong is losing valuable time to take actions to prevent the epidemic from becoming localised. But Carrie Lam has chosen to ignore the social consensus yet one more time. Just like she refused to establish an independent inquiry to investigate the anti-extradition bill movement and police brutality. The results of her stubbornness could be disastrous. Many lives could be lost if we don't act soon.
1: The government has appealed to health workers not to go ahead with a strike planned for tomorrow. In a statement this morning, the administration said its border control measures had achieved a remarkable drop in the number of crossings. It said it was looking at further tightening controls to reduce the spread of the Wuhan virus. Members of a new health workers union voted overwhelmingly for a strike yesterday. The pro-democracy group set up during recent protests wants a full border closure. Ivan Locke is its vice chairman. The whole action or strike is to prevent the outbreak because the government do not do the right thing to prevent the outbreak. And also, uh, that is why we're, what we do, we are not requesting for democracy at this moment. You're listening to RTHK. It's five minutes past one. Chief Secretary Matthew Jern says he has the utmost respect for frontline medical workers and believes they won't go on strike hastily. Writing in his blog, Mr Jern said the government will offer its full support to medical workers, ensuring they have adequate protective gear and accommodation. Yesterday, thousands of public doctors and nurses voted in favour of taking industrial action to demand the closure of the border with the mainland amid the rising numbers of infections and deaths from the Wuhan virus there. The Centre for Health Protection says an 80-year-old man from Kwai Chung has tested positive for the Wuhan virus. If confirmed, he would be the 14th person diagnosed with the virus here. It's not clear how he contracted the disease. He last went to the mainland briefly on January 10th. He's since been on a cruise from Japan back to Hong Kong with his two daughters. He's in stable condition at Princess Margaret Hospital. Financial Secretary Paul Chan says the spread of the Wuhan virus implies that an expected budget deficit for the current fiscal year will widen further. Writing in his blog, Mr Chan said under the threat of the pneumonia scare, Hong Kong's economy will suffer a double blow and the risk of a further contraction of the economy will rise sharply. The British government says it would be happy with a looser trade agreement with the European Union, rejecting the bloc's calls for the UK to be aligned with their rules. In his first speech after Brexit, the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, is expected tomorrow to refuse any jurisdiction of European courts. Here's the BBC's Chris Mason. In what's being described as a comprehensive speech, the Prime Minister will say he wants a deal with the EU where the European courts have no jurisdiction over the UK. Downing Street is irritated at repeated references from Brussels for the need for a so-called level playing field where the two sides agreed to a common set of rules. Mr Johnson will say he wants a friendly relationship with the EU based on free trade, but also wants to make progress with other free trade agreements with countries such as the United States, Japan, Australia and New Zealand. Guitarist and founding member of the British post-punk band Gang of Four, Andy Gill, has died. He was 64 and had been suffering from a respiratory illness. The BBC's Malcolm Senior looks back at his career.
0: Fierce, staccato, jagged, like barbed wire, the sound of Gang of Four's guitarist Andy Gill. Combining an uncompromising commitment to left-wing politics with a staunch desire for musical innovation, the band blazed a trail that inspired many others to follow. Much of that was down to Gill's guitar playing. Gill went on to produce bands like Red Hot Chili Peppers and Killing Joke. But for all that, it's the sound of Andy Gill playing the guitar that will remain so unique.
1: To sport now and tennis, where the focus in Melbourne today, of course, is on the men's final, pitting a man who always seems to play his best tennis in Australia, Novak Djokovic, against Dominic Thiem, whose two previous Grand Slam finals have been in his native France. Djokovic starts as a heavy favourite. Let's hear from them both, starting with Thiem. I think I have to keep a, a good balance. Of course, I have to risk a lot. I have to go for many shots, but at the same time, of course, not not too much. And that's a very thin line in in the last match against him. I I hit that line perfectly in London. So, of course, I'm going to take a look at that match, how I played and try to repeat it but for sure he's the favorite and he's been around and uh, for, for for many years and and now already established top top five top ten player I and mean, played a couple of grand slam finals i mean he definitely has the game he has the experience now he has the strength he has all the means to really be there and he's he's has improved in the last 12 months playing on the hard court without a doubt and the results are showing that To football now, and in the English Premier League, Liverpool are continuing to rewrite the record books on their way to a seemingly inevitable title. The Reds are now 22 points clear at the top, the biggest lead any cup has ever had in the history of the top division. After a 4-0 win over Southampton, they've won 100 out of the last 102 points available and haven't lost in 42 games, the joint's second-longest unbeaten run in top-flight history. And now to end the news, the top stories once again. The Philippines reports the first Wuhan virus death outside China. An EXCO member hints at tougher border controls between Hong Kong and the mainland. And the government plans talks with medical workers to try and avoid a strike threatened for tomorrow. And that's the news from RTHK.
0: Happy Chinese New Year!